everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Abinella today, and we are talking about the health benefits of homeschooling. And if you missed Monday and Wednesday, go back and listen to those episodes because they're so good. And God has given Abby so much wisdom um, in this area specifically of uh, healthy healthy living through homeschooling. Um, and there, there are a lot of benefits to it. So when you think through it, sometimes we don't think through the benefits right. of right. homeschooling, uh, the health is. benefits. It just is what it is. Yeah. Um, and some of these health benefits we have to be very intentional about, right? right. right. Um, but there's the opportunity to be intentional about them and to live a very healthy lifestyle. Uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, all of those things mentally. And so that's what we're talking about this week. We're going to get back into our conversation. But first, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, who, Abby? CTC Math. CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit Abby? CTCMath.com. <laughs> we should do infomercials together. Oh, it'd be so That great. would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> There's a lot of money to be made in infomercials, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. That's going to be our next thing. That'll, That'll be our, be our side hustle. Infomercials. <laughs> infomercial girls. <gasps> Homeschool infomercials. I don't know how we're going to do that, but let's figure out a way. Done. <laughs> anyway, uh, ctcmath.com. Check them out for free. All right, Abby, we have talked about the physical benefits. We've talked about uh, mental and emotional benefits. Um, let's talk about spiritual benefits of homeschooling. Okay. Obviously, I mean, we talk about that almost more than anything on the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. Um, yeah. And again, these aren't just benefits. I believe they're mandates from God. I believe that mm-hmm. we are called to yeah. teach and train up our children spiritually. But some of the benefits, and I'm and I'm not saying that parents aren't doing that when they're kids in public school. I'm just saying, I love how you said it. We still have to be intentional, but we have the opportunity to be intentional. We have so much more opportunity when we homeschool to invest in these areas, to invest in the physical health, the mental, emotional health, and above all, the spiritual health. Like we have more opportunity to do it just because we have more time and more, you know, experiences with our kids. So I would say that the benefits of the spiritual aspect side of of being healthy spiritually for our kids is um, one, we aren't undoing everything they're learning. You know, it is not spiritually healthy for a kid to learn simultaneously at a very young age, two different things. You know, one day they're learning, quote unquote, in their eyes, mom's truth. And then they go to school and they learn the world's truth. You know, we have the opportunity to teach them the truth in every, every app, every aspect through math, through language, through science, through, through all of it. Um, I also think as a gardener, to have a healthy garden, um, when you take your gardening to the next level, so many people have greenhouses, right? And and I think we've talked about this before, and this was not my idea. I stole it. I can't remember where, but people are like, oh, when you're a homeschool mom, you put your kids in a bubble. Aren't you worried that your kids are in a bubble? And I heard somewhere someone said, no, it's not a bubble. It's a greenhouse. It's an opportunity when they're little that they are protected from the elements of the world that will kill them. Like when you have a little tiny baby plant, mm-hmm. They, they're not going to get stronger out there in a rainstorm and when the temperatures freeze. They're going to die. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. It's going to die. But when you put it in a greenhouse where you can water it and feed it, those roots get so much deeper. And then when when it's time to go out, like as an adult, then they're going to be rooted. They're going to be strong enough. And that's healthy. We, we baby and we take care of little seedlings so that they become a healthy and strong plant. And that's what we're doing with our kids spiritually is, um, 
you know, so many people say, well, when you send them out into the school, they're going to get spiritually stronger because they have to, you know, stand up against the world. And that's not what the word of God said. The word of God said it is his word that is used for teaching and training. It is his word and being rooted in his word that makes us strong so that when we go out, we are spiritually healthy enough to stand. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the full armor of God. Well, they're too little. It's like David putting on the armor and he's like, dude, I can't fight with this. Give me a slingshot and I can maybe do something. Totally. By the power of God. Yeah. But these kids are just not ready to put, we're putting the armor on them. Right. You know, little by little, we are putting one piece at a time. Yep. And training them in God's word, training them through prayer, training them through the biblical instruction that God has given to us through his word. And they're not getting that at home. And so instead we're trying to take off the armor of the enemy when they come home. Exactly. And we're trying to take that off piece by piece and trying to put on our armor piece by piece. And it's, that's confusing to a kid. Very confusing. How can they know which armor to put on and which one to take off when they're trying to wear two different armors at the same time? Because right. There are two teams, as we've talked yep. about. There's Team yep. Jesus and Team Satan. Yep. We get to choose whose team we're going to be on. And and yep. the public school is gearing them up and armoring them up for Absolutely. the world. You know, Absolutely. and so so yeah, it, I just it's so sad to me when parents still say, you know, yeah, our kids need to be salt and light. I'm like, really? Are we still talking about that? Because that's absolutely not biblical biblical at all. And I think Um, for all you sports people out there, we could do a sports analogy or for all you military people, but it's like what we're doing is the boot camp. Like you don't get a new soldier and send them straight into battle. Or when you are having an NFL team, you don't on opening day of season, go have a game. I mean, you have training, you prepare them, you get them ready so that when it's go time and so many people say, well, don't you feel like homeschool, like with the physical, like it's not the real world that they don't get woken up early. And it's not the real world that they get to eat home cooked meals all the time. And it's not the real world that, you know, when they're sick, they can stay home from work. And I'm saying, I'm not talking about an adult. I'm not speaking about adults. I'm talking about a child. A child does need to be home to heal for like, And so people are like, well, you're not preparing. I'm preparing them to be an adult. I'm not teaching them as though they're already an adult. And it's the same with the spiritual aspect is we have to, we have to become healthy to be healthy. And so, so that's what we're doing with the kids is I'm not saying that when they grow up, they can just sleep until 11 o'clock and not go to work, but those are adults. We're talking about children, right? right? And, and newsflash, boys and girls are different and children and adults are different you know, unpopular opinion, but kids are different than adults and they need to be treated so. Yeah. It's so funny because you hear people say stuff like that and it's always the people who are speculating what could be like, oh, they're not going to be able to get up. But we have on the podcast all the time, second generation homeschoolers. And I know a lot of second generation homeschoolers. Never, ever, not once have I talked to a homeschool mom or a second generation homeschooler who said, man, I really wish I hadn't homeschooled because once I got to adulthood or once my kid got to adulthood, yeah. they did not know how to get up for work in the morning. Right. Like, they just, it does, does, thing. Newsflash, it doesn't take long to learn how to lose, use an alarm clock. Like pretty right. much the minute <laughs> it goes off, you're like, this is how this works. Sure. It does. So, so don't stress about that stuff. Like let's yeah. raise our kids where they're at for where they're yes. going. Let's not raise them as to, you know, you know, for who they're yeah. not. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah, so that, yes, that spiritually, is so there is going to be a day that your child has to go into the world 
and coexist with the world. But guess what? By then, they're going to be ready. They're also going to have outs. And we've talked about this before. When you go into the workforce, you aren't locked in a building with a deadbolt around nothing but but a demonic agenda trying right. to feed. You have outs. God says there will be outs, right? You can choose to walk away from a certain group of people at a certain time. You don't get to do that when you're in school. And that's right. not spiritually healthy. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's tough. The Bible says, walk with the wise and be wise. And yep. it's very particular and, and specific about not walking with fools, because right. if we walk with fools, we're going to become foolish, Absolutely. right? Yep. And so with homeschooling, we get to really, not that we get to pick all of our kids' friends for them, right? but we really have a whole lot of control over the people that they are hanging out with, Correct. you know? Yep. In school, and a you lot can't... more opportunity to guide. When my right. kids walk yes. in that school door, the, the second they're in the door, I'm no longer a guide in their life. Right. I'm now handing them off to someone else who is going right. to guide them. Yeah. 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 So. And if we're, you know, doing co-ops with our kids, like we get to be there with them. Yep. We get to meet the other kids. We get to meet the other moms and know yep. who our kids are hanging out with, who they're spending yep. time with. And there have been times where my girls have had friends and I've just said, you know, I just, I'm not sure that they are the best Right. Influence on you. Right. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time for my girls to realize, yeah, you know, maybe you're right, you're right. Um, about that. But um, yeah, we we have such a great opportunity to help guide yeah. our kids through their social life. You know, right. kids always, people always yeah. talk about homeschool kids not being socialized. Huh. They are so well socialized. Now that yeah. doesn't mean that they have as much social interaction because right. there's a difference between social, the, the time spent interacting right. socially with other kids and being socialized. Right. Our kids don't have as much social interaction with other kids their age, with their peers, as a kid who's in public or private school. Which but I our think kids are really it, well socialized. Right. And we can talk about the social health because I think ultimately it's good that they're not when they're young because what we're doing is we're guiding them. We're walking right. through, like you said, when you say that's not a really great influence, we're teaching them to identify who do I want to yoke myself with? Who do I yeah. not? Because it says all over in God's word. I mean, even in Proverbs, you know, I mean, I'm in Psalm one about, you know, walking in the way of the sinner, sitting in the seat of scoffers. We are right. guiding them so that when they are adults and we're not there, because everybody's like, well, how are they going to do this when you're not there? Here's how they're going to do it. They've been taught and trained. They've learned mm -hmm. through our guidance so that when they do become adults, they can then identify those things. Hey, that person isn't a good influence. Even right. though I'm 30, I can now identify that. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Abby. All right, so we've talked about the physical, mental, emotional health, spiritual health. Uh, let's talk about social health. Okay. I mean, well, we just did kind of talk about social yeah, health, but yeah, um, let's talk more on social health. 
Perfect. One of the big things about we, we can help our kids become socially healthy in that they can learn to interact with multiple ages, right? Like mm-hmm. in a school, you're in a classroom with all the same age. That is not socially healthy, nor is it socially normal, right? Mm-hmm. It is not socially healthy to be with the same kids every single day, all day that are the same age, that have the same struggles. It's not socially healthy to have your peers teaching right. you everything. The Bible is pretty clear on the Titus 2 thing. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, that the older are to teach the younger. Well, when when we have the opportunity as homeschoolers to actually put that into practice, not just have mm-hmm. our kids learn everything from the kid that's sitting next to him in school because there's right. 32 kids and one teacher. That's not, that is not socially healthy. Or how about this one? Um, the school system looks almost identical to the jail system, right? Mm-hmm. I right. mean, when you put those up back to back, there are so many similarities. That is not yeah. socially healthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a scary comparison. It's a very <laughs> that scary comparison. I think most comparison. people don't think about. And, and what's no. interesting is that we still, so many moms, when they first come into homeschooling, they want to make their homeschool look exactly like the yes. public school, which totally. looks exactly which like, looks like jail. Yeah. And let's talk, we can talk a little bit about that. Like, how does it look like the prism system? Well, everybody's in a, in a pod with the people that they're allowed to be in with, Uh right? When you go into a jail system, there's wings. These kind of criminals are in this spot. These kind of criminals are in this spot. And it's just like a classroom, right? You're assigned the group of people that you will be with. And that's it. You're allotted a certain amount of outside time. I mean, Mm -hmm. think about the prisons. They go out into the play area, the, the whatever area, and then they come back in. Not based on need, but based on everybody gets the same amount of outdoor time right. when you're told. Everybody eats the exact same thing. doesn't matter yeah. what nutri- what you need and what you don't need and what everybody gets the exact same food. Um, I mean, it's it's everybody learns to walk in a row and don't step out of line, right? Yeah. It, it's just it's this little machinery for prisoners, but they got there because they did something wrong. Our kids have done nothing wrong and yet we're putting what we're doing is we're preparing them socially to succeed really 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 well in jail <laughs> yeah and abby knows this because she has spent a lot of time in prison so much time in prison. no <laughs> no but my husband was law enforcement i'll never forget know, the christmas the christmas that my kid said um daddy's gonna be in jail on christmas eve oh and i was like well can we clarify that it's because he's working as a cop <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> yes. oh man all right, we have a few minutes left. What else do you want um, to talk I'm gonna about? I'm going to look, I'm looking through my list. We hit physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social. I think one thing that I love is with homeschool, I can choose curriculums that line up with our family's view of health. Like, for example, this year, mm-hmm. my daughter is doing, we're doing anatomy and physiology, but along with that, she's learning a lot of, um, you know, a lot about herbs and natural medicine and homeopathy and and it's really fun because she would not get that in a public yeah. school. I mean, everybody gets the same exact curriculum. Everybody gets the same exact curriculum in public school. And so yeah. it's been really fun for us to be able to incorporate our healthy living style, the way we mm. do things, our outdoor lifestyle, the way we harvest our own food, to incorporate that into our actual curriculum. And it might be different for other people, but you can yeah. garden. We can actually go plant a garden for part of our botany and mm-hmm. that's just a really fun opportunity we have as homeschoolers that that you wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah, we get to cater our, yes. to our kids' different learning styles, their yes. passions, however God created them. That's healthy. Uh, that is healthy. It's so good for their brains because yes. they need that. They need yep. they need to know 
how God created them, why he created them yes. that way and what to do with that creation. And you talk about how in a regular classroom, like every curriculum is the same and same it meets the needs of some of the kids in the classroom, yep. but not all of them. And, nope. and of course, I mean, this is opening a huge can of worms, which we've talked about many times, but it keeps every kid at the same level. And going yep. back to talking about stress is you've got kids on either side of it. Some of the kids either are really advanced and they're bored out of their minds. Yeah. Um, and then they because, get in trouble. Right. And then they, they get in trouble for it. Right. Um, because they don't know what to do with themselves. So right. they're goofing off and they're Throwing doing pencils you know, and all sorts right. of because they're trying to stimulate their brains and and their teacher is not stimulating their brain because they're ahead. Right. Right. Exactly. And then you've got the kids like myself when I was in school who really, really struggled academically. Right. And it was so stressful for me. Like I remember as a kid just dreading so many days, you know, days that were test days. And mm. oh, especially if we were doing like standardized testing, I, it was like the worst. Like, just kill me now. I can't even deal with these standard standardized tests. And it was so very stressful for me because I struggled so much right. with that. And so that's not good for kids. In that is any not way, academically I mean, healthy. For, Correct. Right. And for them to like physically have to deal with that stress yeah. for them emotionally to have to deal with it. Right. That is hard on a kid. Whereas yeah. with homeschooling, we get to go at their own pace. Yeah. You know, if they're in third grade and they're doing sixth grade math, go great. For if it. they're in sixth grade yep. and they're doing third grade math, great. Whatever. I wish yep. we didn't even put labels on I curriculum. But but we go at the pace of our kids and we go at the pace that God created them to go at. Yep. And so and academically, so our them. kids are healthier because they're able to, right. they're not always trying to fit in line with everybody else. Right. Instead, they're going after the way that they were created and designed. And it right. lines up so much more with the verses that say, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. I created you on yeah. purpose for a purpose. All of these different things, Amen. it lines up with how God designed it. And yep. we have the opportunity as homeschoolers to not only help our kids academically succeed, but to do it in a really healthy way. Yes. Yep. Yay, it's well, so exciting. I get so passionate. I get so passionate about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is one last piece of encouragement that you can leave for our listeners? I would just say that with with as with anything, when we do things God's way, we're gonna see the benefits in every area of our life. We're gonna see the benefits in more than just the area that we're talking about because ultimately God's way is the best way. Amen. His way is the best way. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. It's not always easy. Not the easiest way. Not always way, the easy way. But, but it's it the is best always. way. Amen. Abby, thank you so much for sharing with us this week. It's so much fun chatting with you about these things. Um, I really do appreciate it. Thank you for all the thought that you've put into this and uh, just your, your passion, your heart for homeschooling, for families, for health, for all the things. You are a blessing. Oh, well, thank you. You're a blessing to sit and listen to me and talk with me. And <laughs> and it's it's a blessing to do all this together and work. We don't do it perfectly, that's for sure. So all oh, that no. to say, we're going to go have an Oreo and some sweet tarts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm probably going to need some sweet tarts later today. Yeah. And you know what? Because you live, because we're able to live a healthy lifestyle overall, we can handle a sweet tart here and there. Right. Right. Once in a while. I don't need them every day. Perfect. You On shouldn't. occasion. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. You guys have an amazing uh, school week and yeah. um, live your best healthy homeschool life. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. You can check out everything at schoolhouserock.com. And if you have not checked out our store, our super cool swag store, we have lots of fun stuff on there. T-shirts, bags, mugs, all sorts of really cool things. 
And anytime you purchase anything from there, uh, that goes back to help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked. And if you would like to support us through a financial donation, you can do that on the website as well, schoolhouserocked.com. Click on donate and you can donate at one time, once or monthly, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. So we are so grateful for those of you who continue to support the ministry. We love you. Have a great rest of your day. Stay tuned to the very end to hear what's coming up next week on the podcast. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. The perspective shift that could completely change the way you mother. Mm. In other words, that's the starting point. That's right. not the be all end all. Just because you write hard is not the same thing as bad on a post-it note does not guarantee that your attitude is going to be great when your right. toddler throws that fit or your teenager says something really ugly to you or your adult child is not walking in the faith, like incredibly hard stuff. 